everybody, this is Mary. And this is Daryl. Welcome back to Cutie Chat Podcast, your one-stop destination to talk about all things quarantine and pandemic related as we navigate this new, brave new world ahead of us. We talk about what's in the news, politics, music, culture, different things we're doing and noticing. And this is the place for you to get your motivation, inspiration, and everything in between. So welcome back to our part two of our Crucible segment and just a brief reminder daryl mentioned it in our last episode and so i'll go ahead and just remind everybody crucible a situation of severe trial or in which different elements interact leading to the creation of something new another definition a ceramic or metal container in which metals or other substances may be melted or subjected to very high temperatures and so this was like kind of an, an analogous to what we decided was what happened in the year 2020. I think all of us were definitely under severe trial. Um, We had to deal with the stress and the pressure and just the sheer fact of not really knowing. And I think for us, it turned into something, um, fortunately enough, it turned into something productive and something beautiful. And it was a space that kind of just allowed us to grow and stretch ourselves and really dig deep and figure out things about who we were. And I think, Daryl, as you mentioned in the prior episode, it was like we didn't know if we were all going to die or what was going to happen. So it kind of put like the pressure on us to mm-hmm. live with much more intention and to just be more deliberate with with how we were utilizing our time. Yeah, absolutely. And so it caused each, each of us to look inward. And so, uh, and so as we bounce it back, how would you say this the crucible you know affected you so what i would say is it's interesting because i actually need to go back before 2020 just a little bit in 2019 um it was the one year anniversary of my sister's passing allison and my younger sister and i jay-z we had committed to you know losing weight getting healthy being intentional it was like a vow or pledge we had made to allison and so in 2019 i actually lost about 20 or 30 pounds and um and at that point i just felt like okay i just want to lose weight that there wasn't too much to it and so going into 2020 i was like i'm gonna kick it up a notch you know you and i at the beginning of every year we go vegan and i was exercising regularly and Mm -hmm. you know i just felt like okay yes i'm I'm really getting into it. And then when Kobe Bryant died, yeah. it kind of just jolted me. And I'll admit, the momentum that I had built up, it kind of started to wane off because I was really devastated. It was very shocking and it was very devastating. And then not too long after, the pandemic hit. And I think all of us were just like, what is going on? Like, like, is this it? Is this the end of times? Like, Kobe has suddenly died. Now the whole world is shutting down. And Yeah, it was back to back. Uh, just blows. Yeah. And it, and it was frightening. And so um, a good part of 2020, I think, like most people, I was in survival mode. I mean... I, I think living under the constant just fear, or I won't even say fear because I do have faith, but just between the news and conversation with family and what you were seeing on the internet, it was like an inundation of just so much fear mongering and worry and stress. And I really started to ask myself, if this is it, are you happy with where you are in life? Do you really feel like you really gave it your all? Do you really feel like 
you know, you, you really live with intention, you know, like, are you living your dream? And don't get me wrong, I enjoy the fact that you and I run a business together, we have this podcast, and we have all these other great memories we've created. But inside, I've always felt like it was my calling to be a motivational speaker and a life coach. And I've always been fascinated with like nutritional healing and using herbs and food to heal people. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and it occurred to me, like, if this is it, you haven't done any of that. And so, you know, heading into my 38th birthday, I was very emotional. And I had, I, I, you, I don't know if you remember, I told you I had that dream with my mom. And right. it was like, I felt like she visited me. She passed in 2017. Um, and... We had a visit, and she was looking beautiful and healthy, and she was like, Mary, just please go live your life. You know, I'm good. I'm I'm good where I am. Allison is good. You know, we're looking over you, and we just don't want you to let life pass you by. Go out there and live with intention. And so that was in November. So December... Um, and, and, and I'm going to be really honest here. The Holy Spirit, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a faith-based, I'm a Christian. The Holy Spirit told me that I should do a cleanse or a detox for the month of December. Mm-hmm. And I did that. And it was very difficult. But what the Holy Spirit informed me is that I want you to take a break from eating. And I want you to really cleanse and detox your body. Because I'm going to show you all the things to introduce back into your diet or back into what you eat. So it can be manageable, and so it's not like you feel deprived all the time. Just to just to kind of expand on that really quickly, that was, you know, I watched that, and I was quite, you know, like Mary really stuck to it because, as you know, uh, to to fast in December, which is you know the month <laughs> where Christmas is and where there's uh, family meals. Um, you know, even with the pandemic going on, there's still just us that live in the house that celebrate Christmas. And yeah, you cooked and, <laughs> you know, you didn't neglect us, um, me and, you know, your father. And uh, it was, you know, it was, I just have to say it is commendable and you stuck to it. And it was definitely from the Holy Spirit because, uh he gave you some extra strength to do it. So I, I just want to commend you on that. Well, I really appreciate that. And, you know, it's interesting you bring that point up because I remember in December, like you said, we had Christmas Eve dinner, Christmas Day dinner. We had New Year's Eve dinner, New Year's Day breakfast. Um, and the Holy Spirit actually was like, I still want you to cook for your family. And I still want you to prepare food because... When you get back into eating, I want you to still be able to eat and cook and serve, um, even if you are on a different track. And Mm -hmm. so this is a testing ground. And so, you know, and I have to attribute all of my success to the Holy Spirit because I've never been able to do it by myself. But by listening to the Holy Spirit and allowing it to just guide me and motivate me... um, and, and me holding myself accountable, I've been able to yield results that I just never have before. And so when I, I did my 30-day juice fast, and then I slowly start introducing food back into my diet, um, 
and and I'm not saying diet as in I was on a diet. I mean, as in the food that I just regularly began to incorporate into my meals. Um, a part, another part of that was the Holy Spirit wanted me to get up every day, make up my bed, uh, get up with intentionality, get up, I pray, I meditate, I read the Bible, um, and then I take a shower, and then I exercise for 30 minutes to an hour. And I did that religiously. I mean, religiously, um, probably up until like maybe the end of March. Um, we, as in a previous episode, you know, we all talked about losing our dog. That was another blow, but I will say this time I was more balanced and centered that it didn't just completely derail me. It was really hard and it, it was really emotional for us, but I was like, I'm doing this for Sasha. It actually gave me more invigoration to want to live and, and, and do it for her because she loved outdoors and she allowed me to join her and Daryl in her last few months of life and I got a chance to walk with them and bond with them and admittedly it was a little hard for me because I felt like I missed out on so many important years with her doing that but I'm grateful that in her last few months I was able to spend it with her and Daryl walk going on our walks in the morning in the winter it was really cool Mm -hmm. anyway I don't want to get too far off topic but the point that I'm making is that um, we fast forward, we lose our, our dog, and then a month after that, we lose my father-in-law, and that one was really challenging. I'm, I'm not even going to lie. That one was really challenging, and again, I just decided, you know what? He lived a long life. He lived a full life. We do wish he would have been able to live longer, but he, he was somebody who, you know, went on vacations with his wife in retirement, mm-hmm. and it just reminded me that, like, I want you and I to be able to do that. And so, you know, Mm -hmm. Daryl's parents, they were just like jet setters and world travelers. And every year before the pandemic, they were going on vacation together. Mm -hmm. And so we would always be like, okay, those are marriage goals. (laughs) Just enjoying retirement. Right, right. And so for me, it was like another like just call to just, you know, press toward the mark. And so fast forward from my initial point in 2019 up to this point, um, I'm happy to report I've lost almost 100 pounds. It's been a two-year process. Um, and I'm not really so focused on the numbers anymore. I will say that it's kind of evolved where it's much bigger than just, am I losing weight? It's actually more about the things that the Holy Spirit and that my crucible were drawing out of me. You know, I've been working on building my social media following on Instagram, which is Mar underscore Jilla, M-A-R underscore J-I-L-L-A. And I post when I do like my workouts or my walks with Daryl in the morning, I post some of the food that I'm eating in that day. And then I try to usually end with like a motivational quote or just like something that's like inspiring or informative. And I'm slowly and surely cultivating, you know, my voice in the space of being like a motivational speaker or um, a life coach. Um, last last year when I started my fast, I began writing a book and I just poured out. I got about halfway done and I put it down because I felt like my story was still kind of being created mm-hmm. and I wanted my content to be fresh. And so um, I'm still working on my book at last. Um, mm-hmm. And um, what I can say is that I finally feel like I have control um, in so many respects in my life, in what I'm eating, and the in what I do, 
and committing to um, getting up and being intentional with how I start my day um, and just, you know, seeing the value in just regular movement and activity and, you know, my sciatic attack flared up in March and that would always be something that would derail me mm-hmm. or that would keep me from like, you'd be like, okay, well, the pain is back. So I guess I got to quit now. And by the grace of God and the support of you and us, you know, just having the resources, I've been able to go to acupuncture or the chiropractor. And it's been like a really huge help for me to continually push my body and push myself. And I'm happy to report, you know, through a lot of praying and just commitment, you know, I'm I'm pain free. I don't have pain in my body right now. Let me jump in and just sort of uh, circle back on that really quickly because I know that's something that a lot of people deal with and that you've dealt with for, you know, uh, years. Oh, years. <laughs> and so, once again, I can kind of attest to sort of the change that I've seen uh, this year. And if you could just maybe talk a little bit more about, you know, this journey of uh not letting sciatica keep you down you know even when you aren't feeling great sure so um like daryl said probably early in our marriage i think the first time i I had an experience with the sciatica you and i had walked to i think it was um i know we call it goose boo boo but what's the official uh name of that lake uh, it's probably Beck Lake. Beck Lake, and mm-hmm. we, when we lived in Des Plaines, and it was it was like what four or five miles to and fro. Yeah, and just to clarify, yeah, I mean <laughs> there were a lot of goose geese in, in all around all the lakes in De- in Des Plaines, but Beck Lake had a lot of geese, and they left a lot of you know boo boo. So <laughs> that's what we named it. But but all the lakes. <laughs> you know, get frequented by geese. But that was just, like, the most. So I just wanted to kind of clarify that. For anybody that loves Beck Lake, because we love it, too. So, yeah. Right. No, not sh- no shade at all, but, right. you know, it, it's just... We, we we nickname things. That's the kind of people we are. Everything has yeah. a nickname in our lives. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we went on this walk, and we walked there. We had no issues. And on the way back, I had this really sharp pain in my back and my leg. And, and like, at first, I was like, okay, you know, maybe I sprained something. But it got so bad, Daryl had to leave me and go back to where we lived, get the car, and come back and pick me up. So that was mm-hmm. my first experience with it. I, I didn't know what it was. I You know, and then almost every year thereafter, I would have a flare-up. And I just, I never knew what it was. And then I finally went to a chiropractor who told me that I possibly had a herniated disc. And so he gave me a back brace. He did an adjustment. And then, you know, it it straightened up. And then in the last few years, I would say maybe starting in 2016, we would always start the year off going to the gym, working out, you and I. And I would always end up injuring my sciatic nerve. And then I would just stop. And this happened 2016. This happened 2017. Um... 2018, I didn't even try. I'm not, I'm not even going to front. I, I, I just was at my wit's end with sciatic nerve pain. I didn't even try. 2019 um, was another year where, I, where I, I didn't really try because once the pain is activated, I mean, I've been on bed rest. I've had to go to physical therapy. There have been times where Daryl has had to help me get dressed or use the washroom or help me in and out of the tub. It's very debilitating when when it's really bad. 
Mm-hmm. And so I think Daryl wanted me to make the point that historically over the years, if it flared up, I would just cease all activity until it went away and then I just wouldn't do anything. And then this year, as a result of the crucible, <laughs> like I said, being under that pressure, being in that extreme situation mm-hmm. all year of not really knowing, my veracity and my determination to change my life was mm-hmm. so important to me that I was like, okay, I guess I'm just going to have to get some hot packs. I'm going to have to do some stretches. Even if I can't do it every day, I'm going to at least set a standard that at least two or three times a week I'm going to go for walks. And thank you that you have gone out with me. You know, I was working out in, in, in the house a good deal of the beginning of 2021. And then Daryl, you know, being the really... Um, supportive and loving husband that he is, you know, even if he's gone out before me, because, you know, he gets up a little earlier than me sometimes, he will circle back and walk with me again. And I'm really grateful for that because that type of support, um, I think, is what's allowed me to continue on because, you know, some days I'm just like, you know, it's you just you just have that mental struggle or that mental yeah. feeling like all these odds are stacked against me. Maybe the world is telling me I should I should just give in or fold. And with the, the support you have lent me, even not even with just exercising, but just eating the way that I eat, or you know us being able to eat the same way, and mm-hmm. you know across the board, I have to say that. Um, I attribute a lot of my success this time around with the support that you've lent me. And so I'm very grateful for that. And I feel compelled to acknowledge that. But what I will say is that going through 2020 and, you know, like with your music and how it was like, okay, I'm going to put all my fears aside and all my worries and all my doubts. For me, it was the same thing in that Mm -hmm. I wanted to transform my life first and go through the trial and go through the transformation so on the end of it I could actually go out there in the world and I could be real it wouldn't right. just be me lecturing people or gassing people up or you know speaking from no point of real experience mm-hmm. but it was essentially like me holding myself really severely accountable so that way I could actually come from a place of authority and experience and help other people because that's really what I want to do. I want to, I want to show people and I want to introduce people um, into some of the methods that I've been using that I found to be effective uh, because I think God put it in me to do this. I feel like this is honestly my gift to impact people's lives and help people transform and just accomplish the things that they've always been afraid to do, but they just didn't know how or they didn't have the support to do it. That's awesome. And yeah, it, it makes me feel good. And, and I, when I think about how far I've come, I mean, I've even had people accuse me of like being crazy or my my ideas being um, grandiose or, right. or uh, ungrounded because... I set really audacious goals. And, you know, for me, it's like if I don't set a really impossible measure or bar for myself, mm-hmm. then I'm going to continue to just be mediocre, right? Right. Yeah. Like, you, you have to dream big. Like, mm-hmm. who, who dreams at the level of which they think they can actually accomplish? Right. Then that's not dreaming. <laughs> that's right. just existing. And so I'm here to say, yes, my ideas and my thoughts and my goals are very grand and are very probably unattainable to the average person but my crucible taught me that that's the way i have to live if i want to leave the impression and the legacy 
that God has intended me to live, yeah. to leave behind. And, you know, to kind of piggyback off of that, you know, that's another thing that we've done, that we've started to do more. I kind of, uh, we have this dreaming with God list mm -hmm. where we expand, we just write down our wildest dreams right. and push, push the limit on that. Right. And that's that's something that anybody can really do. You know, that's something that maybe you can challenge yourself to do is mm -hmm. to just start writing down your wildest dreams and see how many you can come up with. Right. And try to try to come up with like a thousand. And right. You'll be you'll be amazed to see like how hard that is. But um, but to that point, you introduced me to dreaming with God. You showed me your list. And to this date, you've actually accomplished things on that list. And you want to know what everybody, I, you want to know what I put on my list? To create a healthy eating life, to regularly exercise, to transform my body mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Guess what? That's happening. And so when you write down things, whether they seem attainable or not, and you believe in them and you dream with God, and you actually go forward and try to pursue them, the sky is honestly the only limit. And I don't even know if that's the limit anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, the unattainable just becomes more and more attainable because, you know, you realize that you, you know, after you write down some stuff and you come back to it, you know, over time, you can start checking some things off. And, it, it, you know, you have new dreams, you know, so... We definitely encourage you to do that. And, you know, once again, Mary, thank you for, you know, sharing your uh, crucible experience and, you know, really bringing something that we can all uh, hold on to. And, you know, and another thing, I, I know we're kind of running uh, out of time, but you also documented a lot of the things that you did so that to facilitate, you know, uh, sharing it with others and you were, you know, even... You know, you had your support group, and so they can attest to the things that you did. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and I just wanted to kind of uh, just kind of bring that out as well, that it was, you know, there, there are notes. You right. Know, there there's are, proof. There are receipts here. <laughs> there so. are, there's proof. I documented everything I ate. I took a picture of myself every day, and I also cataloged all the physical activity I did, and because Daryl and I have already a million and one things that we already have going on, when we find the time, um, we'll probably put all that together. And that will be a project that we will produce so people can see that it was real. Nothing I've done is rushed or forced. I don't feel like I've lost weight at an impossible rate or measure. I do feel like I've earned every stripe and I'm still earning it because I'm not done. But it's not a fad. It's not a gimmick. I, I sweat it every single day. I still do. And I live with intention and purpose. And I look at food as a fuel for my body. Yes, I had ice cream this past weekend. I did. But you know what I used to do? I might have four or five scoops. And I had one scoop and a small cone. And I might do that every now and then because... That's the reality of life, but I have balance and I understand that you can enjoy life, but you just have to also have balance. And so like Daryl said, we are running short on time. I don't want to go too far over, but thank you for bringing that up because I totally forgot about that. And he is right. I did have people that I was able to post all my meals to and 
all the, the workouts and stuff I was doing. And so I appreciate Jay-Z and Aftahia and Tyanin, um, and, you know, all the people who are just caring, all the people who are cheering me on along the way. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the support network that I had. Your mom and sister. I mean, Woody, everybody. I don't want to leave anybody out. There are so many people, and they still support me and encourage me. And I'm so grateful for that. So that's just to let you know that, you know, uh, you know, just like Mary, you know, write down your dreams and, you know, share and try to, you know, get your get your network around you, you know, people that might be of like mind to jump in and, you know, you'll be an example to them. And also they'll sort of hold you accountable because, you know, it, it gives you a chance to do something and, and, and that's positive and be a positive impact. And we also now now we have more info for another podcast, but we'll <laughs> tie this one off for now, and we'll just say thank you for tuning in, and I'm gonna let, bounce you off, bounce it back to you for the outro. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in for the conclusion of the Crucible uh, segment of our podcast. Thank you so much for listening to Daryl's journey and to my journey. We definitely hope you'll come back. You can check us out on wherever you get your podcasts. Definitely feel free to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Cutie Chat Podcast. And another shameless plug, please follow Daryl on Tank Dilla at Instagram and Facebook and Margilla. Those are our stage names. So feel free to follow us. Let us know what you think about our content. Share it. And thanks for tuning in. Till next time. All right. See you later. <laughs>